if you're offering a contract and there's no negotiation, that would be a red flag for me. That would be a red flag for me, right? Or if one of our other coaches mentioned to me that when uh, we presented, you know, a workshop proposal and there was no negotiation on the price, then she was like, it was too low. From chaos to clarity, unleash your business potential. I'm your host, Sonia Jones, a GIP financial journalist to me. I give money. And baby, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about pricing. My pricing is chaotic. And in my line of work, we talk about this quite often. Clients are asking, how do I know how much to charge my clients? So I would definitely say this, just like we talked about uh, mindset. This is something you're going to have to work on throughout the course of your entrepreneurial journey, right? Because the environment's going to change, the economy's going to change. And so you have to make sure that the services and the products that you're offering uh, bring in a profit margin so you can uh, cover your business, right? And all of these operations. So what I'm going to do today, we're going to talk a little bit about, of course, some of my um, experiences with pricing and things that I'm going through right now because this purpose of this podcast is to get you from chaos to clarity, right? I know some of you are probably stuck and you don't even know how to even determine, you know, pricing and things like this. So I'm just going to give you some applicable um, things to think about um, going forward. So let's uh, talk right quick. So first of all, your prices should be based on your value. And the way that you communicate that is that you communicate the solutions, right? Or talk about what we tell you the pain points for uh, whatever your client is going through, right? So we always are going to be set our pricing based on the value of what you bring, okay? To your consumer, for us, our consumers, are other businesses we're b2b right so we have to make sure that we are providing um transformation in the area of saving time right most of um our clients 70 percent of small business owners don't have any expert to lean on for financial advice and 64 percent of entrepreneurs handle their own bookkeeping so that's the question that we, that's the problem that we solve. How do we make bookkeeping affordable and available to entrepreneurs, particularly uh, because we see for us, because entrepreneurs are basically doing this thing on their own, they are uh, coming to us after the damage has already been done. And so we end up having to, 
um, not only take care of the mess, but also pay uh, and charge, you know, pricing based off of how much we have to clean up. And depending on, you know, what the uh, entrepreneur, you know, has or they determine it a priority, sometimes they're like, this is too much. I, I can't get this cleaned up. You know, uh, it costs too much. So we have to make sure that we communicate what that uh, what that looks like. So let's talk about how many I have to do. I got five. I got five. So here are some of the things that we do to kind of help ourselves, not just um, determine pricing, but also to determine what customers want. So just ask your clients. That's number one, get feedback. For all of our workshops, we provide a survey, all of them. And then also with our vending events, our engagement specialists will uh, collect, you know, uh, signups and things like that, um, give to our client concierge, and the client concierge will also follow up with those prospects and ask them um, what their needs are. You know, as far as bookkeeping, we have, you know, some guiding questions. Uh, for Steph to ask uh, our prospective clients. And then also Steph will also contact those who we've had um, live in person uh, workshops with to ask them what further assistance they'll need after the workshop. So that helps us kind of create products and services that clients will need. Second thing, what makes you different, right? There are a lot of bookkeepers in the world, but I can with, with the young people say, I stand on business. There is nobody educating entrepreneurs on finances like we are. Nobody. Want to know why? Because there are a lot of bookkeepers and CPAs that are already busy. They don't have the type of time. They don't have the patience <laughs> to teach anybody, right? Uh, so that's what makes us different. And we focus a lot on workshops. And our YouTube channel is full of like educational type of content that is tailored to startups. Um, the information is um, easy to digest, right? So we don't use a whole lot of million dollar words for things to go over your head. I personally sometimes uh, professionals do that on purpose. So clients don't won't know what they're talking about so they can put their full trust in them. Got a predatory in my opinion, but I digress. So our mission is to empower entrepreneurs to prioritize their numbers and position their businesses for profit. They cannot prioritize their numbers unless they are involved in their numbers. And how do we do that? We make sure that they are an active participant, especially from DIY with online classes because they have to do the homework in order to get the transformation to done for you services. We meet with our clients every quarter, right? And if they email us, we respond. That's another thing that we, you know, hear a lot about bookkeepers and CPAs and tax people. Like, say, for example, if they're going to get a loan and you've already had your taxes filed, tax prepare, um, well, the lender rather needs some clarification on, you know, tax on a tax report. And you reach out to the tax person, that's a seasonal tax person, and they you won't probably hear back from them until tax season the following year, right? So you have to be clear about 
how you're different. In order for you to do that, you have to make sure that you understand who your competitors are. I think one of the um, best examples that I know of, there's this barber on Facebook uh, named Vernon. And Vernon, uh, you know, he cuts hair in general, but he has a special, I say, anointing for babies that are on the spectrum, right? And so he has special, you know, techniques. I don't know personally uh, if he's had any life experience um, with uh, babies on the spectrum, but he is just an amazing person. And the way that he deals with those babies is just precious to the point where like people will drive hours uh, to get the Vernon. So that's the type of differentiation. And I promise you, if they are driving three hours to get a haircut, uh, yeah, they're not worried about price. It's about transformation. If a parent can can go to somebody else um, to get their baby's haircut, because sometimes a haircut for a child um, can can be a lot, right? They can be tenderheaded, or they don't want to have to, you know, deal with all you know the fighting and back and forth, and you know, babies might not can get dysregulated from having a, you know, a haircut of any, if all things. And so Vernon just has that gift, right? And he's a kind of bigger dude, you know? Um, and and so that's an, a great example of differentiation, right? So you're able to communicate your value, not just that way, but also with client testimonials and things like that, to be able to have a, um, a client go from point A to point B, or just for us, like to have a client to go from, using the tracker or QuickBooks to get their profit and loss report and be able to see how much they made, right, is transformational. Um, one of our monthly bookkeeping clients um, had a CPA that um, did his taxes. And based off of the income that he had, he should have been filed as an escort, but he did it. And he ended up paying quite a bit in taxes. So coming to GIP with our partnership with uh, Michael Tossel, G1 Business Group, he was not a, not only did, uh, I think we got his taxes amended for that prior year where he got hit with that big uh, tax bill, but the following year, he also got a refund. Transformation, right? Uh, so that's what you want to make sure that you're communicating. What makes you different? Uh, tiered pricing. Because every customer that comes to you might not be able to afford uh, your top tier, you know, uh, service. So, like, for us, our monthly bookkeeping is probably our most expensive investment um, because, one, you're getting access uh, to me as far as I'm going over, you know, those reports and getting them back to you, offering you feedback. But then um, also... It's hands off. Like you don't have to do your bookkeeping. The only thing that you're doing is looking at our numbers. You're asking questions. We're gonna provide those, you know, uh, responses for you. That type of thing, right? Um, another thing with tier pricing, like for us, we have access to expert level, you know, support for um, our bookkeeping services. So that can start as low as you know, an online course that is normally less under a hundred dollars, right? So that's 
do it yourself that you have done with you, which is our QuickBooks setup or our DIY tracker setup, where you're doing the work, but we're just guiding you on how to set it up the right way. And then we have done for you, whereas uh, hands off. And not only are we doing the work for you, but we offer advisory services as well. So you just have to make sure that you uh, are catering to um, the different, you know, client base for your business. Also, uh, monitor the competitors. Be an ear hustler, right? So my coach, Pastor Sean, talks about being a gap filler. Two of the biggest things that we hear about uh, financial services for entrepreneurs is that they don't respond with a CPA or a tax, primarily a CPA or a tax preparer. They don't respond or their books are inaccurate, right? So how do we combat that? We make sure that they're involved in every step of the process. We over-communicate at times. And then um, also, like I said, we just make sure that we cater to the level at which the entrepreneur um, needs to be involved you know, when it comes to their finances, right? So we just make sure, especially like if they're using QuickBooks, all their reports are saved in the custom reports area. Um, if they have other special reports that they need pulled, we just make sure that they're in a place where they can access them themselves, right? So those types of things, just making sure that your customer has what they need at all times. And then um, also, like I said before, pricing is definitely a numbers game. It's lifelong. You're going to be adjusting your pricing all the time. Okay. I would say do it at least once a year. Uh, but, you know, there's exceptions to that if, you know, um, and then be, you know, looking at your, at the end of the year, if you're looking at like your profit and loss statement to see, um, if you're a product-based business, which products sold the most and things like that, those things are going to help you with your uh, revenue. For us, like coaching and workshop income for 2023 was way more than I thought it was. So we definitely ought to be focusing on that income more uh, next year. So we're going to be creating some products and services and connecting with some partners to kind of help us. Uh, leverage that that space right uh, because we realize that a lot of the uh, customers that need us probably can't afford us in that way so sometimes we have to leverage partnerships with nonprofits that may have the resources to pay us to provide the technical assistance for them you know, that's what we do right so you just have to really be innovative and flexible right and then one other thing that I do want to mention, uh, I forgot that quote. It's something about good, fast, and good, fast, cheap, and quick. Um, I have to look it up and use on the next episode. Uh, but it's kind of like if you want something fast, it's not going to be cheap, and it's not going to be quick or something like I don't remember what it is. But it made sense at the time. <laughs> but something to consider. Uh, with your pricing when you present a price and you know those people are you know eating it up it may be priced too low 
or uh, if you're, I will say in a case like in a job, if you're offering a contract and there's no negotiation, that would be a red flag for me. <laughs> that would be a red flag for me, right? Or if one of my other coaches mentioned to me that when uh, we presented, you know, a workshop proposal and there was no negotiation on the price, then she was like, it was too low. And I was like, oh, man. So uh, that's another thing I'll probably do on another episode. Let's break down, like, um, the price uh, per hour. That was mind-blowing. I was sleep bad at the end of the day. <laughs> that one to one. But it was needed, right? And then another thing, be looking at what your industry pricing is. And then also, not just the pricing, but what they include in the pricing. So with bookkeeping, I mentioned this before on a couple of my YouTube uh, stories, not YouTube stories, uh, YouTube videos, that with bookkeepers, they're going to price normally by the number of transactions in your bank account. Uh, we actually price by the number of accounts that need to be reconciled because unless you have the actual statements where you can average out the number of transactions to get that pricing, customers going to lie. <laughs> Those clients going to feel. So they can get that. Well, I think it's only like five transactions a month. You could go, it's 15-page bank statement. Get out of here with that. Right, uh, but you have to just put some things in place, like for our engagement letter, we we renegotiate pricing after ninety days because we know folks be coming in there, not telling the whole truth, right? So you have to just kind of put some measures in place to protect you and your team, uh, so you're not losing money by doing work stuff like that. So adjust, adjust, adjust. Pricing is always going to be a trial and error thing. But as you grow in your business and you get more uh, uh, acquainted with the industry, you get some coaching and some mentoring, you know, around you, you'll be able to price accordingly. And you can see those profits and things like that. All right. So, all right. Did we get some clarity today? At first, we were chaotic like child. I don't know what we talking about about pricing. I just throw some stuff out there. And see if it sticks. No, we can't do that anymore, right? So we have to make sure that we're pricing based off of transformation. What are you offering to the customer? If they have a need, how can you meet that need? Focus on meeting the need and then you talk about the pricing. Because if you can meet that need, then whatever that pricing is, 9 to that 10, they're going to go for it, right? And if you need to do some flexible, you know, um, two payments or whatnot, Offer financing for your customers, okay? Offer some financing for them, and that should help them out as well, right? Meet your clients where they are, okay? All right, y'all. So this is from Chaos to Clarity, Unleash Your Business Potential. I am Sonya Jones, and i catch you on the next episode. Take care. <laughs>